Reading Srimad Bhagavatam 428-49 Evam vilapanti balam Vipine nugathapatim Patita padayo bhartu Rudatya shrunya bhartaya Evam tas vilapanti lamenting bala the innocent woman vipine in the solitary forest anugatha strictly adherent patim onto a husband patita fallen down padayoho at the feet Bartuhu of a husband Rudati while crying Asuni tears Avartayat Shishat Translation The most obedient wife thus fell down at the feet of a dead husband and began to cry pitifully in that solitary forest. Thus, the tears roll down from her eyes. Purport by Divine Grace, Sri Bhaktivedanta Swami Shla Prabhupada. Just as a devoted wife becomes afflicted at the passing away of her husband, when a spiritual master passes away, the disciple becomes similarly bereft. Chittim dharumayim chitva tasyam patayuhu kalevaram adipya chanu marane vilapayanti manodade She then prepared a blazing fire with firewood and placed the dead body of her husband upon it. When this was finished, she lamented severely and prepared herself to perish in the fire with her husband. Purport. It is a long-standing tradition of the Vedic system that a faithful wife dies along with her husband. This is called Sahamarana. In India, this system was prevalent even to the dead of the British occupation. At that time, however, a wife who did not wish to die with her husband was sometimes forced to do so by her relatives. Formerly that was not the case. The wife used to enter the fire voluntarily. The British government stopped this practice, considering it inhuman. However, from the early history of India, we find that when Maharaj Pandu died, he was survived by two wives, Madri and Kunti. The question of whether both should die or one should die. After the death of Maharaj Pandu, his wife settled that one should remain and the other should go. Madri would perish with her husband in the fire and Kunti would remain to take charge of the five Pandava children. 
Even as late as 1936, we saw a devoted wife voluntarily enter the fire of her husband. This indicates that a devotee's wife must be prepared to act such a way. Similarly, a devoted disciple, the spiritual master, would rather die with the spiritual master than fail to execute the spiritual master's mission. As the Supreme Personality of Godhead comes down upon this earth to re-establish the principle of religion, so his representative, the spiritual master, also comes to re-establish religious principles. It is the duty of the disciple to take charge of the mission of the spiritual master and execute it properly. Otherwise, the disciple should decide to die along with the spiritual master. In other words, to execute the will of the spiritual master, the disciple should be prepared to lay down his life and abandon all personal considerations. Better think ten times before you take initiation. What? Better think carefully. We want to take initiation conditions. You're not going to die. You forget it. Understand? Omagyanati mirandasya gyananam gyana shulaka chakshodan militam yenatasme shri guru venamaha shri chaitanya manobhistam satvitam yenabhutale swayam rupa karamam dhudati swaparandikam vandeham shri guru shri utapadakamalam shri gurum vaishnavam cha Sri Rupam Sagajatam Sahagana Raghunatam Vitam Tam Sajim Shadvitam Shavadutam Parajanam Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishagan Vitam E Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabandhu Jagatpate Kopisha Kopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchna Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vishavanu Suta Devi Pranamami Hare Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhyevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namarom Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Srimati Bhakti Vedanta Sameti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pacharine Nirvisesa Sunyavadi Paschatyade Sutarine Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shiyadvahita Gadadara Shivashari Gaurabhakta Vranda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So thank you for joining in our Srimad Bhavadam class.
nice to have you all here. So here we are continue reading that how Malaya Dvaja, a pure devotee, he has departed for the spiritual world. So when he has died, because the wife is left all alone and she realized that the husband has died. So for women, the husband especially is uh, support. So when he goes, so the system and she becomes a widow because uh, the Vedic system is that she has no more desire to leave because there's no protection, there's nobody, you understand? So she goes into the fire of the husband and whichever destination the husband goes, the wife will also go. Suppose he has gone back to the spiritual world, so the wife will also go back to the spiritual world. It's not that she commits suicide and she becomes a ghost. No. Of course, if the husband becomes a ghost, then what we can say? And we got two ghosts. Uh, generally, the husband uh, wife should follow a husband who is not fallen. A wife must also follow or help the husband to become Krishna conscious. It is not that you simply jump onto the fire. You have to also become Krishna conscious. It's like uh, example is given Swayambhu Manu uh, here Pandu Maharaj uh, and we read, what's the name last week? Tittarastra Gandhari. Gandhari. Yes? She also jumped into the fire, is it not? So, all of them have shown how this is a transcendental quality. Not everybody can jump into the fire, it requires a lot of strength. <laughs> So, because it is not very, uh, we don't find that kind of exalted woman, so the activity has been banned in India. I think still some people do, isn't it? Yeah? Remote village they do? They force her or they just, she goes? Yeah? They all are educated, they don't do. Correct? Which woman will go under the fire? Say, let him go to hell. <laughs> I'm not going with him. <laughs> so you see how transcendental this whole process is. Because the whole understanding is that they know that they are not the body. A spirit soul. And the soul cannot die. You understand? So even they go, the process is such that they go along and usually the husbands are very devoted personalities, devotees. So the whole program is that they see they spend their time in the forest, I mean, chanting, praying, 
becomes so purified that he becomes, uh, you know, candidate to go back to the spiritual world. So the wife, she didn't do anything. She didn't. You never read that she is sitting down and meditating with him. Did you read that? Did you read that? Was she meditating with him? Okay, you meditate there. I meditate here. Is it something like that? Is the verse? No, she was serving him. She was what? Serving him. Torn cloth, no proper food, hair all matted. She became ugly, thin. And her job was to serve, no talking also. Will we rat? Yes, no talking. We simply serve uh, whatever they eat. And she massaged him, his legs, and he was meditating. You see how the whole program, how to become devoted. Uh, now that we start a fight, you know, why you didn't talk to me? I am serving you, you are not talking to me, what happened? And fight starts, you know. Alright, I am not, I, I don't want to stay with you. Huh? See how? Uh, whole program is very uh, transcendental, submissive. This is how we also associate with the spiritual master. I think I showed the verses, right? If the spiritual master stand, you must stand, he sit, he sit. Where is that? Huh? What? Not ten ten. I think it's eleven seventeen. Huh? Acharya Mahacharya Vijanayam, the next verse. Eleven seventeen. Twenty what? Twenty eight. So you see here how one must be prepared to serve the spiritual master like this. No, I think there's another verse, no? In the morning and evening one should collect foodstuff and other articles and deliver them to the spiritual master. Not that he collect and keep. Huh? He collect and gives to the spiritual master. Then in self-control one should accept for oneself that which is allotted by the Acharya. Yeah, not that you just collect and keep and eat what you like, no. Huh? While engaged in serving the spiritual master, one should remain as a humble servant. And thus, when the Guru is walking, the servant should, should humbly walk behind. And the Guru lies down to sleep, the servant should also lie down nearby. And when the Guru is awakened, the servant should sit near him, massage his lotus feet and rendering other similar services. When the Guru is sitting down on his asana, the servant should stand nearby with folded hands, awaiting the Guru's order. In this way, one should always worship the spiritual master. See how strict discipline this is. Huh? It's not that you take a guru and the guru has to listen to you. Right? No? Yes? See how much discipline? So the whole idea is to give up this false ego because 
जय श्री श्री राधा मधुमोहन टू गिव अप दिस फॉल्स ईगो विच इज द कॉज ऑफ ऑल सफरिंग इस फॉल्स ईगो बिकॉज ऑफ दिस फॉल्स ईगो वी आर थिंकिंग दैट वी आर द डूअर एंड बिकॉज वी थिंक लाइक दैट वी डेवलप लॉट ऑफ बैड क्वालिटीज lamentation elation fear anger greed confusion hankering as well as birth and death are experience of the false ego and not the pure soul so one gets into all these problems because of the identification misidentification of the body so one must learn how to come out of this yeah so how to come out of this problem that we have to take shelter of a pure devotee hmm? although the false ego has no factual basis it is perceived in many form as the function of the mind speech life and bodily faculties but with a sort of transcendental knowledge sharpened by worship of a bona fide spiritual master sober sage will cut off this false identification and live in this world free from all material attachment so that is the the the, the whole program is to get the mercy of guru to cut out this false ego and false ego can only be cut unless we take shelter of a bona fide spiritual master if there is no guru then forget it it is not going to work it is not going to huh yeah? because if you don't have guru then who is who is your guru who the mind so our mind will become our guru and the mind as krishna says it is the worst huh was enemy so if you listen to your mind this why we all are suffering because we listen to our mind and we have to take many many births huh it is how it explains here hmm? can see how everything gets so much worked up huh
can see here how the whole process the super soul enters the material bodies of the created being activates the mind and senses and thus cause the conditions so to approach the three modes of material nature for sense gratification understand this is how it works now the individual living being the master of the material body uses his material senses which have been activated by the super soul to try to enjoy sense objects composed of the three modes of nature thus he misidentify the created material body with the unborn eternal self and become entangled in the illusory energy of the lord this is how it works hmm and when he gets entangled impelled by deep rooted material desire the embodied living entity engages his active sense organ in fruitive activities he then experiences the result of his material action by wandering throughout this world in so called happiness and distress so he gets entangled you know one body after another body you know wandering throughout this whole world sometime demigod sometime man sometime woman eh understand sometime animal sometime uh trees like this going on so called happiness and distress hmm? thus the condition living entity is forced to experience repeated birth and death impelled by the reaction of his own activities he helplessly wanders from one inauspicious situation to another suffering from the moment of creation until the time of cosmic annihilation suffering yeah is suffering understand so this is how the whole thing is messed up with us because we listen to our crazy mind you know says here King Nimi said, "O oh great sage, please explain how even a foolish materialist can easily cross over the illusory energy of the supreme lord 
which is always insurmountable for those who are not self-controlled. So here, this is the thing, we are stuck. So we need to get out of this mess. Yes? Hmm? You follow? Because when he goes to explain, you cannot come out by any other means. Huh? You can only come out by taking shelter of a Tasmat Guru, Tasmat again here, see Tasmat Gurum, of course plural, Prapajeta, surrender, Jigyasu Sreya Uttamam, Sabde Parecha Nisnantam, Brahmani, Upasrama Ashrayam. Therefore, any person who seriously desires real happiness must seek a bona fide spiritual master and take shelter of him by initiation. The qualification of the bona fide guru is that <laughs> he has realized the conclusion of the scriptures by deliberation and is able to convince others of this conclusion. Such great personalities who have taken shelter of the Supreme Godhead living aside all material considerations should be understood to be bona fide spiritual master. So we must take shelter of such a, without the help of a spiritual master, forget it, there is no question of coming out of Maya. That's why today's verse, uh, if we have taken shelter of such a Guru who is actually uh, helping us to come out of Maya, then we are eternally indebted to him. Lifetime after lifetime. You understand? Yeah? We cannot, we cannot repay him. We cannot. In fact, such a person is higher than even the demigods and all. That's the word, right? What is that? 11 to? No, eleven two. That in this verse you can see this twenty 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 one twenty seven. Yeah, Twelve, 11 to 29. Say so this verse here, see how important the Guru is. It says here, Durlava Manusu, Manusha, Deho, Deyanam, Chana, Bangura, Tatrapi, Durlava Manje, Vaikunta Priya, Darshanam. This is verse. For the conditioned soul, the human body is most difficult to achieve. Eh? Don't think you can get this body every time. No. 
and it can be lost at any moment. Correct? Because this material world is dangerous every step. Any moment you can lose it, correct? Accident, disease, you name it. Now coronavirus, correct? Huh? Anything can happen. But I think that even those who have achieved human life rarely gain the association of pure devotees. Who are dear, very dear to the Lord of Vaikuntha. Huh? In fact, it is said, easier to see the Lord than see His devotees. It's easier to see the Lord than to see His devotees. Because devotee association is extremely rare. Do not think that this devotee association, if you have to come to the class, please listen to the class, you know. You're going to play around with your equipment, it's going to be tough, eh? Yes? Yes? Your machine is playing with how to? Huh? Correct? Otherwise, why I am talking? You just look at your machine, no? very impersonal, right? Yes or no? Huh? So, therefore, to get the association of devotees is not a cheap thing. And now, we all agree that we have indeed got an association of a very, very great soul. Yes? Yes or no? Huh? Especially devotees who come to ISKM. Because you are very fortunate that you can link yourself to who? Proper direct. Yes? Yes or no? Can you imagine if you cannot do that? And you have to go to somebody else. Yes? And he disobeys Prabhupada. You catch his tail, then what will happen? Firstly, he has to disobey Prabhupada. You follow him, then you also disobey Prabhupada. And Prabhupada has sent a very, very dear devotee. Yes, I'm sorry, Krishna has sent a very, very dear devotee. Yes, it says here. Huh? Who are dear to the Lord of Vaikuntha, Vaikuntha Priya, Priyatma. Yes, is it not? So we have got this very wonderful, what we say, opportunity. Very rare, it says here, rare. Those who have achieved human life rarely gain the association of pure devotees. Rare. Chance in a million. Now that everybody walks in and that's it. Eh? Yes or no? You follow? Uh, it is not something that is, what is a dime a dozen, anybody can get this thing. No. So having obtained Prabhupada's mercy, I think, as today's verse, uh, we have to fulfill his, what? Mission. In fact, I, I saw that now, 241, Ekaha Kurunandana, but I read, you know, 
one should uh, take the mission, the instruction of Srila Prabhupada as one's life and soul. But there, this, this new one, it changed something. Is it a fact? Can you see 241? 241, Ekaha Guru Nandana. This is the old one, you know. I'm not looking at the new one, eh? the old one. What is it, the old one, he says? Purport. Swisuna Chakravati says one should be take the order of the Guru as one's life and soul. What is written there? Old one. Old one. So you see how spiritual master is the base of everything. If the spiritual master is not bona fide, then what will happen to us? Mission, is it? He says mission. I used to be reading as should take the spiritual master order as one's life and soul. Maybe some other places is written like that. So you see how important it is that for someone who has come down, uh, took the ship to America, suffering heart attack, all for one reason. Why? To help us. To what? To help us. Correct? Prabhupada could have said very nicely in Vrindavan. Correct? Yes or not? In Radha Dhammadu temple also. You know, have you been there? Have you been there? Yeah? Uh, every day you see Rupa Goswami Samadhis. How auspicious to live with Rupa Goswami. Correct? And he left everything. Just for that one reason. What was the reason? His Guru ordered him to preach in the West. Yes! And that also I almost 70 years old. I know, I'm 65, you know, what the body is all about, boy. You ask me to take that ship, I will die for sure. Body is old. You understand? You know, ship is not like you want a cruise ship. Prabhupada was going on his 10,000 weight ship and it is a matchbox, Prabhupada said, matchbox. I know how it is. It goes like this and like this, a roller coaster. I don't think I'll dare to sit on the roller coaster, you know. It's a cargo ship. Eh? It's a cargo ship. It's a cargo ship. They check your heart before you go on the roller coaster, right? They, I think there's a sign there. Those who weak heart, they're not allowed to. Correct? Yes or no? Can you imagine Prabhupada is 69 years old, daringly took the right, suffering three heart attacks. The third one comes, you say, I will surely go. All this is suffered for one reason. Yes, to take the life, the order of his guru as his life and soul. Actually, he said, Prabhupada said, when he read this commentary of Viswanath Chakravati, he said, he read the line. The order of the guru uh, should be taken as once. Life and soul. So that is the only thing the disciple should be glamouring for. There's no other purpose. 
because he cannot pay the, the debt of the spiritual non possible how to repay the debt is it possible is not possible 324 five is it like that 325 325 325 five. Five. looking for this one should accept the instruction of the spiritual master as one's life and soul whether one is liberated or not liberated one should execute the instruction of the spiritual master with great faith see how it is uh so it's a test you understand it is a test just like arjuna was also put to test yes he said no i don't want to fight i want to go yeah huh? i better go why i fight kill and all problem correct no krishna says no if you surrender to me means you must carry out my order yes ah huh? yes or no as when prophet said in the purport if you don't want to fulfill the order of the spiritual man better you die is that what you read huh that means there's no such thing as i don't want to do there's no such thing there's no what no such thing no no i cannot do no i will not do no i don't care huh you cannot speak like this you cannot what can i don't care huh i don't care i will do my thing there is no such word for the disciple yes i think there is any 3 24 13 is when the spiritual mother order you 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 must do eh you cannot say no i i, I don't care the guru will talk la he is got nothing to do no ha huh? he can only sit at the temple and speak only no i mean ha huh? he did not know what we householders are going through with baby children father mother daughter and so many thing yeah ha huh? sons ought to render service to their father exactly to the extent one should obey the command of his father or spiritual master with due deference saying yes sir eh then two words in this words are very important one is pitari and another is guru the son or disciple should accept the words of the spiritual master and father without hesitation whatever the father and the spiritual master order should be taken without argument yes there should be no instant in which the disciple the son say this is not correct i cannot carry it out when he says that he is fallen the father and spiritual master on the same platform because the spiritual master is second father the higher classes are called divija twice born what whenever there is a question of birth there must be father the first birth is made possible by actual father and second birth is made possible by the spiritual master 
Sometimes the father and the spiritual master may be the same man and sometimes they are different men. In any case, the order of the father or the order of the spiritual master must be carried out without hesitation. With an immediate yes, there should be no argument. That is real service to father and to the spiritual master. Vetsvanath Chakuri stated that the order of the spiritual master is the, again the same point. The order of the spiritual master is the life and soul of the disciple. As a man cannot separate his life from his body, a disciple cannot separate the order of the spiritual master from his life. If a disciple follows the instruction of the spiritual master in that way, he is sure to become perfect. This is confirmed in the Upanishad, the import of the Vedic instruction is revealed automatically only to one who has implicit faith in the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his spiritual master. He may materially consider an illiterate man, but if he has faith in the spiritual master as well as in the Supreme Personality of Godhead, then the meaning of scriptural revelation is immediately manifested before him. In other words, without the mercy of Guru, forget it, you cannot understand the Shastra. You cannot understand the goal of the Shastra. It's not possible. And you cannot also achieve the Lord. Uh, you cannot understand that God is sitting in your heart. You cannot, you cannot get all these things. It's not possible. You understand? Uh, it is not like, I think I can just buy the book and read and everything will come. No. no. One time Prabhupada was, somebody told Prabhupada, you know, the Sai Baba is also using your book, your Bhagavad Gita Prabhupada. And Prabhupada laughed. They cannot understand. Nobody using your book. No, they cannot understand. Why? Because they are not surrendering. You understand? Not that you buy the book of Prabhupada and you don't surrender and you read and you become an Acharya. It doesn't work like that. That's why Krishna said to Arjuna, because you are my devotee and friend, therefore these secrets are available to you. So spiritual life is based on this one point, how much we are giving our life to spiritual master. This is very important point. And of course, in my experience, I've seen this, uh, it's been saying all over and over again, the same point that I first got the book of Prabhupada, you know, I use his name also very difficult to say. <laughs> that was thinking. <laughs> I said, I have to read this book, you know, the man, you know, names. I don't want all this guru business, I want Krishna. I was thinking like that, and puffed up, no? So it took me, I got the book in uh, 75 October, I think. And it took me one year to read that Bhagavad Gita. And in October 1976, when I finished the Bhagavad Gita, I said, I want to give my life to this person. I was, I was convinced. I said, I want to give my life to this person. Immediately, letter came, I'm going to see Prabhupada. Uh, I'm going to go, you like to take initiation. I didn't even know the meaning of initiation at that time. 
when there's nobody there, nobody around. You know? See how Krishna arranges, where is Prabhupada, where am I, he can't come to this island, he cannot, there's no way Prabhupada can come in, there's no way I'm going to meet him, there's nothing, there's completely, I'm locked out. But even in this very difficult situation, I thought, yes, no, I, I want to give my life to this person. And immediately this arrangement was made, a connection. I was, because Chai Sri Radha, I was initiated in 1977, uh, January, I got the letter that I became a disciple of Prabhupada. It's amazing that I got the letter. Of course, it took many years to realize many things. But I had complete faith in Prabhupada. That was my strongest point. That actually uh, saved me in many situations I've been through. So in this regard, I like to highlight one letter. I like to highlight this letter. This letter was written to a devotee called Vidyapati who was running the temple there at that time with me in 1975. But this letter is dated 77, January 27. Dear Vidyapati, please accept my blessings and I receive your letter dated January 12th and I've studied the contents. <coughs> I am very pleased with your activities there and advise you to go on with Kirtan. You say there is a small community there taking part in Kirtan and Prasadam distribution. So try to increase it as far as possible. According to time and place and the situation you find in Singapore. You lament that you are not qualified to present Krishna consciousness properly. But this is the qualification. Hold kirtan with your friends, read passages from my books and distribute prasadam and then and try to get more people to read the books. That you are already doing. You don't need to establish a temple, but gradually get funds and organize. Hope this meets you in good health. The ever well wisher, AC Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada. So I just like to tell you that this devotee, he wrote to Prabhupada 
The content of his letter is that it is very difficult to preach in Singapore. At that time, they never even allow us to register the society. You know, we had no society, we just gathered together. Everything is illegal. And he wrote to Prabhupada in that context. He says, we can only do maybe house programs. But I like to highlight this point. You don't need to establish a temple, Prabhupada said, but gradually get fun and organize. This point here. So from 1975 onwards, of course it was a tremendous challenge. I remember in 1979 I went to register the society. Uh, I didn't use the word international. I used uh, Society for Krishna Consciousness. And immediately I had a problem. <laughs> I did not know, just by opening a temple of Hare Krishna, I got into so many troubles, you know. I was visited by, you know, the, the internal security department, so many things. It was a difficult uh, situation. I could, I, mean, I could not do anything, practically. Very difficult. I remember, I think it was in 19, uh, maybe when I came back, or maybe before then, yes, maybe in 1980, yeah, maybe 1980, 81 at the time. I went to the Ramakrishna mission and, uh, you know, there were some festivals. So I went there with my devotees, you know, I had some devotees. And one man, he knew me, and he gave me a $10 donation, you know. I was telling you what happened. So then, this man who, you know, gave me was my friend, he just, you know, for the temple, $10. There was another man, he saw that. He said he was the CCC, I mean, Citizen Consultant Committee or something, you know, it's like a Singapore, some, P.A.P. man inside. He said, look, I saw you taking the money. You didn't give him a receipt. You collected money. Wow. <laughs> you know, and he was hunting me in the whole festival going around me. He said, how illegal it is to accept money at that time. I thought the best thing I should do is just leave the place, you know. <laughs> and I left the place. Uh, this guy was haunting me like that. I mean, that was in 1980, 180, maybe it's around there. Uh, just to give you an idea on what kind of circumstances we were operating. We're practically illegal. We cannot collect money. We cannot do our work. We cannot... Uh, you know, organize ourselves. There's nothing we could do. But, practically, we persisted. And of course, Krishna took me out of this island. I had to leave from 19, 
82 maybe April so I left in 92 April then I came back Krishna brought me back here again in 1985 I think maybe April or May after my April festival I could have come back in April 1985 so from 1985 I had to organize this Singapore chapter. I had nothing when I left. When I left, of course, I had some devotees, some temple. I had to close it down. I had to go and came back. And again, I had no place to stay. I had no food to eat. <laughs> Practically, I I was all alone. Of course, I'm not alone. Prabhupada and Krishna was there. So. how to get it going it's a long story you can write a book probably so we cross one obstacle after another we got the society registered we got the society you know in this way we went on and finally we have established our krishna consciousness in what kelang here now we have been here for the past How many years? We came here in 2007. Yes, because we had very different places. We went to many places, and from 2007 we have established our Sri Krishna Mandir. Very, very, I would say, firmly. Last, I think in. 2019 we had a janmashtami here with turnout was almost 5000 people amazing yes and not only that we have our ratha yatra which is what one of the top event yes it is very very popular among at least the indian so we have got a foothold we have got ourselves established yes from impossible it has become possible because it was a big challenge we had to go through so many obstacles and we are determined to establish a place for radha and krishna now you may be wondering why am i telling all these stories i am telling you this story because i need you to help sri krishna mandir to finish this one last hurdle that is to permanently have a place for the lordship shri shri radha madan mohan a permanent place for that cuz yeah we are renting we have been renting all along for the past 45 years we have been renting yeah of course we had a briefly we had a place in mountbatten road to some other we had to leave the place because it's not grown right So now this is our challenge that we want to put 
Krishna consciousness permanently in the map of Singapore. And for that, we need a permanent place. Of course, we had an opportunity to try to build a temple in uh, Bado, where we were the highest bidder, somehow or other that got cancelled out. And we were looking for another place in Tampanese, again, you know, we could not manage. Now finally, we have found a place just behind our temple, which is in Lorong 27A, number 26. And the building is eight-story high. You got your laptop? Where's your laptop? I want to show. Told you, no? I want to do this, no? Here? Can you take it out? Yeah, we can sidetrack and go. Finish the class. Right, so we're going to show you what we're going to do, how we are coming to this situation. So it is after so many years of struggle that we have come to a point that we definitely want to put the Lord permanently in this place. You follow? So of course it is a struggle, I mean particularly I took it as a challenge and I was helped by many wonderful devotees. They all can I help? And now I am requesting again all of you to take this as a very big service to Srila Prabhupada. Especially those who have taken initiation. This is something that we cannot say no. Because by doing this, you are going to please Srila Prabhupada tremendously. You said this now, you read the letter, but gradually get fun and organize. It is written there. In other words, Prabhupada already knew that it is going to be done. It is not Prabhupada said, don't do this, forget it, leave this place, go somewhere else. No. The Prabhupada knew. Yes. And what more we can do uh, to Srila Prabhupada to establish Krishna consciousness permanently here in Singapore? I think Srila Prabhupada will be extremely, extremely pleased with all of you. Yes? Huh? Because this is the country he was not allowed to come in. <laughs> How much he will be happy to hear that yes, we have got a Sri Krishna Mandir in Singapore, permanently established. That's why here today's verse, the disciple cannot say, no, I cannot, no, I will not, no. 
it is impossible but of course over the years we have already done all the groundwork you know going through all this rigmaroles but now this is a challenge for all of us to finish the job of course there is only the beginning once you get that that is the preaching will become very you know it will be uh, we can outreach to many places especially establishing iscam headquarters here in singapore will be momentum whole world will take it you know that iscam is not you know an organization that you can brush your sides you will take us very seriously hmm? so i need your support it is not going to be a small task i think we will stop the class here and we'll review uh what are the challenges you're going to get and face and <clears throat> i think we should all put our heart in and do this for shila prabhupada yes because huh? some of you are from india some of you are from different parts of the world but nevertheless wherever we come from it is service to our spiritual master correct so all right i will stop here can you uh, huh? come up make the presentation